podcast from Positive Pathways Community Services here in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Wow, she did that without even trying. What do you mean? Of course she tried. <laughs> but no, I feel like she just like, it was the most it natural it happened. happened. Yeah, effortlessly. Yeah. 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 I think when Ashley is thinking about it too much, that's when she messes up. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think about it. You just went with it. I'm yeah. so impressed. I'm just rolling with it. She's just like this new modern woman who just rolls with the punches. She's got <laughs> yeah, a new schedule. Literally. <laughs> I got a new routine. Uh, I got a new routine. schedule today. Schedule. Uh, I'm trying out this new thing today. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to say it, but I think she's locked and loaded and ready to go. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. Do you guys think so? In like a calm, really like calming way. Calm, cool, and Not in the way. same yeah. intense way that I am all the time. Yeah. I feel like Julia and I, when we create new schedules for new routines for ourselves, we're like, guys, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> And yeah. then we're like, oh, I should slow my roll. Yes. Yeah. Slowing my roll is something I have to do. Well, I've been taking it one step at a time because remember when I used to wear my Fitbit? Yep. I don't track anything right now because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build habits first yep. before I introduce. It's technically not a new habit, but yeah. I don't want to like go right off the ball and just start doing everything at one injury. go. All right. All so right. back in November 2020, which is only nine months ago from today's recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Health Canada approved the first HIV self-testing or home test for our country. So we're talking um, about self-testing today. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We start talking yeah, we're about. talking about self-testing for yes, HIV. Yes, HIV self-testing. Yeah. So in today's episode, we're going to go over some recent information we have received regarding HIV self-testing, and the topics we'll be covering today include how to access HIV testing when it becomes available, because right now it's not widely available based on recent information, Um, how the test works, the timing and accuracy of the test based on available information, and additional resources and information regarding self-testing. Now, all of the information that you'll be hearing today is actually based on the fact sheet provided by the Ministry of Health, as well as available information that we received so far. Um, by the time this recording goes out or this podcast episode goes out, you might be hearing new information. So be please be mindful. This is just recent information that we received. Yes. So I'm going to start us off with how to access HIV self-testing. But mm-hmm. first, what is HIV self-testing? Yeah, what is it? It's a really good question. Thank so you. quite similar to the I just process. You. <laughs> <laughs> What's HIV? Yeah, what is HIV? Good question, Julia. <laughs> quite similar to the process of buying a home pregnancy test, HIV self-testing is when an individual can obtain or purchase an HIV test, um, administer the test themselves, and get um, their results right away without having to go to a clinic or a family doctor. Um, so essentially, you're just removing the middleman, which is your family doctor or your primary physician, um, from the initial testing process. Mm-hmm. So the HIV self-testing kit is different from other HIV tests that is currently out um, on the market for public use. Majority of the ones that are currently available requires individuals to send a sample of their blood to a lab for testing, which is called mail order tests. Mm. Now, is that regulated? Does anybody know if that's regulated? Mail order tests? I think they're primarily available in the States. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of many available in Canada. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think there's because... like just one. No, I don't even think there is one here. 
Well, in the case of this self-test, um, it is actually a screening test. We'll go over how it works later on in the episode, but the test is essentially just a screening test that rapidly determines when a person is HIV negative and flags people who require further testing. Um, individuals who test positive through this HIV screen test will require a follow-up um, conformatory testing to be diagnosed with HIV. Who would this be good for? Just... I mean, we all obviously know the answer to that, but just to remind everyone, like, uh, cell tests are good for folks who maybe live in rural areas who don't Mm -hmm. have as high access to doctors, folks who are maybe afraid of attending the doctors Mm -hmm. due to stigma or discrimination, folks who maybe don't have a family doctor and don't want to go to a walk-in clinic, Mm -hmm. uh, folks who are regularly at risk. Yeah. Um... Folks who have HIV positive partners that are not undetectable. Nice. Yeah. Um, it could be good for just about anyone who's at risk of HIV. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Now, when the test is going to be available has not been determined yet, um, as all of the test kits right now are distributed through pilot projects. However, when they do become available, they will likely be distributed through Ontario pharmacies if you live in Ontario, as well as direct mail order websites um, from the manufacturer. Um, There is an anticipated cost between $25 to $45, so if you would like to purchase a test kit um, when they do become available, expect to pay up front when purchasing them so they're not covered by any insurance or OHIP. Um, Like I mentioned before, there has been several research projects in Ontario where they are providing free test kits to certain individuals. However, again, they're all pilot projects. Um, The most common one right now is called Get a Kit, which is currently running out of Ottawa at the moment, as well as with one location in Toronto. Um, With these pilot projects, some organizations in Ontario, such as ASO, may be um, contacted to participate in the distribution of these kits and provide or supervised um, and provide support uh, with self-testing. There are currently no government programs to provide free self-test kits to Ontarians, but it is important for service providers to be aware of this new HIV testing option and provide resources and information for their clients regarding the test and to connect clients who test positive to conformatory testing and HIV treatment and care. Sweet. Yeah, it's really important to note, like like rapid testing for HIV, you're not necessarily testing positive for HIV. It's not a diagnosis by the Mm at-home self-tests. You have to go in for a follow-up appointment to actually get a diagnosis. Yes. Yeah, like if you brought that to your doctor, they would do confirmatory testing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the mail-order tests aren't public health reportable. Because if you got a positive, you'd have to get retested anyways. And all HIV tests through... A physician, whether that's walk-in clinic, sexual health clinic, mm-hmm. those are all reportable to public yeah. health. So yeah. that's why the the at-home ones wouldn't be, right? Yeah. Because you need to do confirmatory yeah, testing you, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So how does it work? Um, so similar to like the Ministry of Health's HIV rapid point of care testing program. Um, so like right now, the Ministry of Health has rapid tests. Mm-hmm. So it's a similar idea. Um, and it uses um, a test called the INSTI, INSTI, I guess, HIV-1, HIV-2 antibody test. 
And um, yeah, so the self-test uses um, the Insti HIV self-test, which is actually produced by the same manufacturer. So they're just making that now publicly available. Yeah. And um, first, so like a rapid test, it detects your body's immune response to HIV. So it's, it's checking to see if you have antibodies for HIV. Um, and like we've mentioned in our other HIV episodes... Um, it can take between like three weeks to three months after an exposure before any test can detect HIV. Mm -hmm. So that's like the window period, right? So if you have unprotected sex on a Friday, you can't go by a test on Monday and Mm -hmm. like expect the results to be accurate. You'd want to wait bare minimum two weeks, but yeah, one month, three months, six months, one year would Mm -hmm. be great times to go in and get tested or to buy a self-test. Um, so the test kit will come with like instructions and information, um, but to administer the test, all you'll have to do is prick your finger, take a single drop of blood with the tools that are provided, um, and the entire process should only take about five minutes, including getting your results. And your test will be instant um, after you've completed the first two steps. So if you're within that window period, a positive self-test result uh, will require a confirmatory test, like we said, regardless of when that initial exposure uh, had occurred. And then um, additional information and resources are also provided with the kit. However, contact your local uh, service provider to connect with um, confirmatory testing and, if necessary, HIV treatment and care. Mm -hmm. So what will the results look like? Um, To let people know whether they have performed the test correctly, the test actually has a built-in spot marked with a C on the device. Um, Sorry, built-in control spot marked with a C for Mm -hmm. control. So if there is no control spot, the test did not work or the test is invalid. Okay, and the test also has a test spot. So there's two possible spots. So if two blue spots appear, the test is positive. To make a final diagnosis, though, of HIV, like we said, you got to get that confirmatory testing done by, um, you know, your results will be sent to the Public Health Ontario Lab or Public Health Ontario Labs. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like we've said already, too, in other episodes, confirmatory testing can be done through a sexual health clinic, by the requisition of a physician, um, or anonymously at designated clinics. So if only one spot appears... Um, which is the control spot, and testing takes place outside of the window period for HIV infection, then the result is negative, which means no further lab testing is recommended. Um, If no control spot appears on the test, regardless of whether a test spot appears or not, the test is invalid and a new test will need to be performed. Mm -hmm. So basically you're looking for, either way, you want to make sure that control spot has appeared. Yeah. Either to say you're negative or you're positive when the other spot's also blue. Mm-hmm. Or you've got nothing, which means the test doesn't count. Yeah. So go to a doctor, do another test, figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Timing and accuracy of the test. Is the self-test accurate? Mm-hmm. Uh, if the test is done correctly, the test will be accurate as it will detect HIV more than 99% of the time once the mm-hmm. body's immune response has produced antibodies to the virus. Wow. It is important to be to carefully read and follow all label directions in this kit. However, even when the kit is used according to label directions, there can be a small number of false negatives mm-hmm. and false positive results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is why we always say like do confirmatory yes. test again if you really yeah. think that you know you are HIV positive and you got a negative. 
you know, it never hurts to it's get just like a pregnancy tested. test. Yes. You're not going to take a pregnancy test, find out it's positive, and then never go to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know and I mean? you're not going to take a pregnancy test and get a negative result when you're like, mm, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And not get a follow-up. Yeah. Uh, the INSTI-HIV-1, HIV-2 antibody test, uh, which is the technology uh, the INSTI test is based on, as Julia said, is very sensitive and specific. Sensitivity is 99.6%, i.e. the percentage of results that will be positive when HIV is present. Mm-hmm. This means that a very small number of people could test false negative with the INSTI self-test. Um, so self, yeah, false negatives are very unlikely. But yeah, again, happen. if you have that fear, definitely like always follow up with another test. Yeah. Why not? How soon after an HIV risk should a person take the test? So we've talked a little bit. Julia mentioned this a bit. Um, after exposure, a person can take the test as early as three weeks, similar to uh, the rapid test. Research on the self-test shows that the likelihood of detecting an HIV infection increases throughout the three-week to three-month window period, which has shown to reach high level of accuracy. Uh, within the window period, individuals may choose to test frequently and achieve the highest level of confidence in a test done three months after exposure. Um, so, you know, if you tested three weeks, you can have fairly good confidence is what this is saying, mm-hmm. but at three months, you can have even higher confidence, confidence. level yeah. that it is accurate. Yeah. If an individual reaches out to your organization immediately following a high-risk exposure, they should be advised to wait three weeks before testing. If it is immediately after, though, go get PEP. PEP. Post-exposure prophylaxis. If you need more information on that, we have an entire episode. Um, But if you know it's past that 72 hours, then definitely wait um, and test at three weeks. Mm -hmm. At three weeks, they can choose uh, to test using a self-test a rapid test, um, and they could potentially even do a lab-based test. Mm-hmm. But they should also uh, be advised to obtain a lab-based test uh, to benefit from, from the P2, P, P24 antigen test only available at the Public Health Ontario lab. The P24 antigen is a protein of the HIV virus and can only be detected between two to four weeks after exposure. Mm. Self-test and rapid point-of-care tests cannot detect the P24 antigen. Uh, That's a hard word for me to say. (laughs) If a person tests negative at three weeks, they can be advised to test again at six weeks, then again at three months. If the person was potentially exposed in the past 72 hours, again, go get PEP. Uh, They may wish to visit their local emergency department for further assessment. Emergency care providers can prescribe preventative treatment, which is free to anyone who has been sexually assaulted, or they can be prescribed PEP by another healthcare provider where payment can be be covered by private health care, government-funded drug programs, or out-of-pocket payment. Mm -hmm. Basically, what you need to know is self-test, super pretty accurate uh, if you wait long enough. Mm -hmm. Um, If you really want... The most accurate result, obviously, go get a laboratory test. It is the most accurate result. Yeah. Um, if you wait long enough, um, you at minimum you're waiting two to you know four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, to get any kind of test, if it's within seventy two hours, go get PEP. Yeah. Yeah. Probably your best bet. It actually felt cool, like um, to be a part, like working in the HIV advocacy yeah. movement when the self test was like finally. Yes. approved and yeah. like to be because we're we have some self-tests here that yeah. we've been giving out so felt pretty cool like it's obviously a big 
moment in the history of the AIDS movement. So mm-hmm. to be like working and to be like one of the sites that's giving mm-hmm. them out has felt pretty cool. Felt pretty. We're kind of like on the front, not directly on the front lines, but like the leading edge. Yeah, the, yeah, the leading it's edge. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of it's interesting working within this sector. Yeah, and. A like seeing all the scientific advancements, yeah, being like the new technology uh, that's come out, like knowing the history of being like, okay, Mm -hmm. I know what happened in the eighties and the nineties, yeah, and now like, look where we're at, where science has told us that like U equals U, yeah, and that you can do rapid tests and that you can do rapid at home self tests, Mm -hmm. like all of these things are just yeah, kind of mind blowing if you look back at our past and where we are now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when all of us was born, the the AIDS epidemic was still very much at its height. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, you know, I had a family member who passed away from an AIDS-related illness. Like, how in our lifetime, the scientific advancements that have been made are astounding. Yes. Like, to go yeah. from it being a disease that was a death sentence to now being mm-hmm. something that is not, clo- not even close to that. Yeah. You know, depending, Absolutely. obviously, where you live and the type of access you have to healthcare. Yeah. But, but generally in North America, at least, yeah. in this context. Who was it? There was this rapper named DaBaby, and recently... Did yes, you hear that? Yes, yes. At one of his shows, he he's coming under fire right now, because he just, like, randomly yelled he, out... He went on, like, some... It wasn't, like, a rant, but he was just shouting everything. He was like, put your hands up if you, like... Um, Something if you about don't HIV, have like HIV, HIV or AIDS, AIDS no, if you don't or have any AIDS. of these diseases that kill you within two weeks of getting them. Yeah. And I'm listening to this, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. What misinformation. The like, there's yep. still so, so much, much misinformation. It's like, even in the beginning, HIV never, like, led to death within two to four weeks. Yeah. You yeah. know? And it certainly doesn't now. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. we have so much information now that, like, our job now is to educate. Yeah. Go out there and educate and also informed about the misinformation that's out there. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it always surprises me how much misinformation is out there, given mm-hmm. how much media is actually like, tuned into the scientific advancements. Like, yes. every, like, no matter what show I watch, they, there's always, like, an HIV episode nowadays. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there, that never used to exist when I was a kid. Like, if I mm-hmm. look back at, like, the TV shows I watched, even as a teenager, mm-hmm. they never mentioned HIV. But now, all these shows that the teenagers are watching nowadays and adults are watching, yeah. they all have at least one HIV episode where yeah. they do yeah. some information-based stuff and I'm like wow like but then I'm still surprised by how much misinformation is out there well it's just not on everyone's radar I mean HIV sorry apart from the fact that like I had a family member who passed away from it Mm -hmm. I didn't even with that I didn't really know a lot about it you know what I mean until I was got the privilege to work here and Mm -hmm. and and have to learn about it you know what I mean like it's just not something most people would know yeah. about or casually come up in a conversation yeah yeah, yeah. unless you're part of one of the communities that's affected or yes. yeah you know yeah that's normally why it comes up yeah exactly yeah well, i didn't too. even know much when i started either yeah like, and it was just because well, why would you yeah like you, despite unless you your community yeah. like, it just didn't get brought up all that often no i knew a little bit but yeah like from my degree i had background because i i uh concentrated in sexuality and gender and sexuality you actually learn a lot more about HIV so I did have some background information on it but like not to this extent where like 
I knew everything. So yeah. my sexuality degree didn't touch on HIV, like, oh, at really? all. Weird. Oh. Yeah. Very that was weird. a whole major. <laughs> when we do those trivias or, like, those Plinko games and you ask, like, you know, those, like, even when we do, um, what was it? Those, we did a fest, not a festival. Like Pride. Pride, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... The answers that you get really is you <laughs> shocking. Yeah, so yeah. shocking. Yes, I did a table at the university like maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was like you could get free sexual health supplies, but you had to answer a question first—a sexual yeah. health trivia question. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't think I think I probably had fifty people come to my booth over two hours, and maybe one person got an answer correct. Um, but yeah, like. But I'm glad that we get the opportunity to do fun education like a podcast. Yeah, give people like so much information and knowledge that we, we yeah. previously didn't have access yeah. to. And again, the information right now is just recent um, to the day that we're recording right now. Like mm-hmm. more information may come out later. So yeah. you might be hearing new information that has come out yeah. that we don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, it's all moving really I mean, there's the HIV vaccine. Is in is, works right now. Yeah. is yeah, making that. big progress. Like yeah. it's they're getting closer and closer all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. be so cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Can you imagine that? That actually be really cool. Like just you could just get the vaccine. Yeah, and that would be it. Yeah, I'm sure they'd add it to like the Hep B, Hep C, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Be amazing. It'd be amazing. Well, if you want to make sure that your knowledge is up to date mm-hmm. uh, because you have questions, comments, compliments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Positive Place. You can send us an email at positiveplace at gmail.com. That's positive, P-O-Z, place at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at Positive Place Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Bye! Bye. Bye. Thank you.